This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome into BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. I'm Kate Constable. Chris uh, all right, Rick. we're having some audio issues, so this is good. Uh, Chris, you want to try chiming in and see if we got anything? Yeah, am I back and do I not sound like a robot now? Oh this boy! All right, rock. all right. This is BetQL Daily. Paul Aspen, Jake Hassan. <laughs> this the is, show the people have always let's wanted. Let's go. People uh, have been clamoring for it. Uh, all right, Chris. Let me give. All right. So we're working through some technical things here. We got Chris Mack and Kate Constable here on BetQL Daily. Check, no, check. I can't hear you, unfortunately. Oh um, can you so hear we're me? This for the first time, we can't, we can't hear you either. So this is fun. Um, so we'll work through this for the next 15 minutes, but this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Paul Aspen, Jake Hassan here. In the meantime, we've got Chris Mack and Kate Constable, uh, hopefully here shortly. Uh, got a home run derby all-star game show planned for you guys today. Uh, Kenny Ducey, friend of the show, great baseball guest. We'll probably also have some Wimbledon plays. He'll join us uh, from the Action Network. The game day covers. Kenny does a little bit of everything. Um, so he will join us an hour from now. Uh 10 Eastern, 9 Central. And I guess, Jake, we got to start with the Derby yesterday. We were all pretty much all over Luis uh, Robert as a show, Luis Robert Jr. as a show, four, plus 450, plus 500. And it felt pretty good after the first round. It looked pretty effortless. He put up, what, 28? Um, yeah. And he had the... Had the most home runs in the first round. No, Julio did. Julio, no, yeah. Julio had 41. It looked like he went for, yeah. No, Julio definitely did. Uh, so we did not get there with Luis Robert, but uh, it ended up being Vlad Guerrero Jr., the second favorite going in behind Pete Alonso, um, who, I don't know, it kind of looked, I wouldn't say disinterested, but just kind of doing enough to get by and then just cranked it up a notch in a final and ended up, I grabbed him actually in the final four, uh, there was a plus 380 out there on him, and I saw Sean Zarillo from this show also uh, tweet out that he was going to play him at around that time. So I tailed that for a little bit back, but what was all overall your thoughts? I know your guy is Randy Rosarena, and it looks like... It's yeah, I'm looks- just... I'm the biggest idiot in the world. Yeah. Like, I played Randy in the first round, and then I said I have to back my guy in some way, and then didn't take him to win the thing, which obviously ended up working, but was kicking myself for the first, you know, four, three rounds of that. And then Vlad just comes out. And, I mean, that was one of the better, wire to wire, I feel like that was one of the better home run derbies in the last five, six years as far as just, like, overall talent, actual head-to-head matchups. And, like, even the final round actually was 
interesting and like wasn't a complete blowout. Like, obviously, like Alonzo has made it interesting the last couple of years because people love to hate him. But yeah, I mean, we were all on Luis Robert, and of course, how could that possibly go wrong? Because literally, all of us were on Luis yeah. Robert. What could possibly go wrong that that doesn't come out? And then he just doesn't make it even to the finals. And Randy Rosarena puts on an absolute show, brings out the cowboy boots, which was awesome. But I mean, good for Vladdy. Uh, he famously did not win this a couple of years ago, came in second, and then comes back this year and puts on a show and now is only the second Canadian-born player to win the Derby, joins his dad as a winner, which is really cool. So, you know, the spotlight people are saying is on Ken Griffey Sr. to make a second father-son we'll duo to win the duo Derby, yeah. I guess they're the only Whispers. other ones really in the mix, right? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's the only other option. But I think we do have Kate. And Chris, I believe. So let's try Chris. Why don't you try uh, chime it's, in? It's a roll of the dice here to show. see if it actually works. Is it, am I actually here? Get, no. How no? about me? Let's try uh, Kate. About... Can you hear me? Hmm. Maybe. Back. They can hear. They hey, can hear me. Hey, everybody. We're here. Oh, hi. We're here. All of us. We're all Woo. here. All right. Teamwork. We do radio Cute. now, yeah. Dixie cups, string, duct tape, yeah. <laughs> what a great start to the morning. Yeah, I want to give props to Kate because I, I pr gave props to her home run derby preview several times yesterday at BetQL, and she nailed the winner. Did you not? Did you not, Miss Constable, nail it? Oh, gosh. Okay, so, yes, I did nail it. I, I will credit myself that, but – uh, I am the fool who didn't even take my own advice, and I last minute decided to bet on Garcia to win. Gets bounced in the first round, and um, I, I could have I could have been a winner. I could have had great bragging rights today. So I I'm a fool. I didn't take my own advice. Definitely should have. But on paper, over at BeckyL.com, if you looked at my preview, I hope you followed that advice there because yes, Vlad was the winner. Yeah, Chris, you took my advice. A, a little bit because I was on the Luis Robert train like everybody else. Like we were all just yep. piling on yesterday. It was like, have you ever seen footage of one of those commuter trains in like Calcutta where there are people shoving each other through the door to get onto the train yep. as it's leaving the station? There's people hanging off of it uh, for dear life. That's what the Luis Robert train was like for us here on BetQL Daily yesterday, Kate. So we were all over it. And I was hanging off the edge like that. I figured I've got a free hand. I should probably grab something else as the train is rolling along. So I did. I, I grabbed onto your recommendation and it, it worked out for me it, it, in, in a little bit. It was just a little sprinkle, a little taste, but it worked. Good. Well, I'm glad you at least uh, won something. That's more than I can say. It was a really fun derby, though. I mean, we, we had Adley Rutschman just go off and switch hit halfway through. When was the last time we've seen anything like yeah. that? And then he doesn't even make it out of the first round because Robert comes in and just crushes bombs all, you know, that entire time. Well, and you got the I, – I had a feeling yesterday, we kind of talked about this a little bit too, that you would get the feel-good – uh, story that there would be a special bucket of balls for Julio, right? And they would wheel those things yeah. out there because they were in Seattle. And everything that came off his bat in that first round was a home run. Uh, the guys mentioned it earlier, but it, he breaks the record for homers in a round. And so everybody got their feel-good moment, right, with the 41 mm -hmm. homers for, for J-Rod in the first round. But then 
you saw the effects of it, I think. The guys who had really big first rounds, like Rodriguez, like Luis Robert Jr., is they kind of ran out of gas in the second round. And it brings us back around to the what is now kind of like the age-old topic. As I was sitting there watching clips of old home run derbies after the home run derby, and you see, you know, Mark McGuire winning a round with, like, at the time, it was, 20, what, 20, 21 home runs over the Green Monster in Fenway. And we all were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Well, that's back when it wasn't timed and it was just 10 outs, right? And everybody got to kind of yep. sit there and watch each baseball majestically fly out of the ballpark. And we don't do that anymore. The StatCast broadcast, which I watched, I thought was great. You still got to see where the balls were landing based on the, the tracker. But it's that age-old argument now of do we like the timed rounds, which seem to wear these guys out. I mean, yeah, you get gaudy numbers, and that part is fun. Or do we like kind of like the old school? No, it's 10 outs, and we get to sit back and kind of watch the ball majestically flow out of the ballpark every time. Uh, I think, it, I mean, I could make arguments for both ways. I mean, for one, like having the timed rounds, it puts the pressure on them. And who was it? Well, it was Adley Rushman who, you know, came back for the last 30 seconds, switched over to batting right. righty. And just crushes bomb after bomb after bomb as the clock is ticking down. Like that whole excitement and rush, adrenaline rush there is, as a fan watching at home, like you as well. But also then it does wear him out. And that that was um, Julio Rodriguez's problem last year against Juan Soto. Just ran out of gas in Mm -hmm. the finals. And I knew, I felt that as in his first round, once he got to like 30 or so, I almost said, said to myself, like, don't even take Stop. that extra minute. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. a lot of them, it's going to be tough for him to hit that many, save a little. Um, and I don't know if, if, if that's, a th- I mean, no competitor is ever going to stop and be like, oh, I'm good here. I think I'll win. Like, of course, especially his home ballpark. But it might have been smart him to reserve that energy for the next couple of rounds. And props to Mookie Betts, I think, for for showing up. He did the Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> Ironically enough, in Seattle with Marshawn Lynch standing there with the big chain, the home run derby champ chain. But he just kind of showed up and said, you know, I'm going to swing free and easy for a couple minutes here and I'm going to get out of the way. So, look, would it have been more fun if Mookie were all in? But maybe. You want the guys to be in on the home run derby, like the way Adley Rushman was clearly in on having fun Mm -hmm. with it, the way I think most of the guys were. But Mookie's just like, hey, you know what? They asked me to come. I'm going to come. I'm going to have a little fun. And if I only hit 11 home runs, I only hit 11 home runs. No big whoop. Well, he even said in some interview prior, he's like, I don't think I'm going to win. So anyone who betted him beforehand, like that's just uh, not exactly what you want to hear. For someone you put your money on is that eh, I'm not sure I really have a chance against uh, these big guys here, but I guess I'll give it a whirl just to entertain, entertain the crowd for a couple minutes. Right, exactly. The, the Marshawn, the I'm just here so I won't get fined thing, essentially. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll just show up. It's, it's like when, you know, I'm trying to think of a, of a good analogy. It's like when you have that, that half, that biannual like dentist appointment and you know they're going to scrape the heck out of your teeth and your gums are going to hurt when you walk out of there. And you're like, Can, do you have to floss with what feels like tire chains? Um, and you're like, eh, but I got to go. I got to show up. Got to do it. It's, yeah. And so Mookie well, showed uh, up. Chris, that's why I uh, avoided the dentist for about two years. And the first time I went back after that had six cavities. So I will be going to all those six-month dentist appointments from now on. Every time you go, Kate, just remind yourself, Mookie was able to do the derby. I can do this.
I can Cheesecake do it Constable. I'm Chris Mack. It is BetQL Daily. We got a lot to get to today. I, I say it every day this time of year. It always feels like there aren't really any NFL stories out there. But we found one that I think is worth talking about. We'll spend a lot of time with Kate being in Chicago talking NFC uh, playoff picture and what things look like from the NFC side in the final hour of BetQL Daily today as Jim Rodriguez and I went really knee-deep into the AFC picture and tiering the teams and who we think are playoff shoe-ins, who we think are borderline teams. We'll get into that in the final hour. Middle hour of the show, uh, I think Paul mentioned it already. Kenny Ducey is going to join us from the Action Network, the game day covers. We'll talk to him about some all-star game bets, and we'll get into our all-star game uh, perspectives and previews in about mm, eight to nine minutes here on BetQL Daily. We'll go off the board. Uh, in about 30 minutes as well, because we've got things to talk about, like uh, the mess at Northwestern, the mess at West Virginia, and some big Chiefs fan who brings up what I think is a very interesting topic. Um, But we'll get into all that when we get to off the board in about 30 minutes. The other big news story of the day that I think... I think affects people who want to bet because I bet on summer league last night. I, I actually I, guilty as charged. I didn't go back and look yet to see how I did on Utah, Minnesota. I didn't, I didn't actually stay up and watch it. I bet it. And then I <laughs> forgot about it, set it and forget it. Um, but the big news out of the summer league is that Victor Wembanyama is done with the summer league, which I think is Kate. I, I understand they got to protect their investment and all that. And they got a little bit of a look at them and, and they don't want to push it anymore. But for, for everybody that gets into the summer league, this was the opportunity to really dive in head first, right? And now it's like, eh, no Wemby. I don't know if I'm interested in the summer league. Well, yeah, and, and Scoot's out too. He's not returning. I mean, it's like you you get a good look at him, what the Spurs wanted to see out of him, a poor first game, mm-hmm. kind of gets his feet wet in that first game, Wemby that is, uh, comes back in the second game, has a decent showing, and they're like, we're good. We're going to shut him down. And we'll talk about this a little later in the show, too, but that's why I'm not going to bet Wembanyama for Rookie of the Year because who knows how much the Spurs are going to play him this season if he were to tweak an ankle or something or later in the year when they have no – like, they're not going to be competitive this season. So do they shut him down early? Things like that. Uh, That just kind of worries me a little bit. Um, I bet on some summer league last year. The 76ers blew a massive lead to the Mavs. They gave up almost 40 points in the fourth quarter, so I lost that one. Uh, it is just kind of a crapshoot betting summer league, but yeah, keeps things interesting, kind of engages you enough to pay attention to who the, the, the new rookies are that might have some promise as the season gets going. You know, you make a great point, actually, about Wembenyama's minutes and how they're managed. Nobody loves to manage minutes, whether it's with veterans or anybody on his roster, more than Pop. And if Greg Popovich sees Wembenyama lagging a little bit, like mid-January, is any gonna be, anybody going to be the least bit surprised if all of a sudden he's coming off the bench for like 18 minutes a night or sitting down for a couple of games? That's a really – that's an excellent point to think about when – I know you said we'll get into it later, but – that is, that's, that's, that's really something to think about when we start to look at NBA Rookie of the Year. The other thing we got to touch on real quick, and we get into a bigger conversation about this, I think, later, but the Blazers basically saying, basically playing chicken now with the rest of the NBA and the Miami Heat and Dame Lillard saying, mm, if it takes months, it take mo- takes months. We'll, we'll deal them when we deal them. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I could almost see Dame starting the season in a Portland Trail Blazers uniform and being traded before wow. the deadline. I, I mean, Joe Cronin seems to want to draw this thing out as much as possible to get the best return possible. So 
I don't doubt it. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. She's Kate Constable. I'm Chris Mack. You listen to us on your Odyssey app, wherever you may be in the world, whatever you're up to this summer. Download it today, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and watch the show at twitch.tv slash BetQL. Coming up next, all of our bets for tonight's All-Star Game. We got you covered right here on the BetQL Network.